Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. Will you pray with me? Oh, Holy Spirit. That same Spirit that came to be with us, Emmanuel. Speak to us on this day as the Scripture is read and and the Word is meditated on. May your holy presence come into our lives wherever it is we may be tuning in today. And may you speak to us and may you speak through us in every step and every breath that we take. And all of us gathered here say, Amen. Our scripture lesson for today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 15 through 20. Listen to these words. When the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go right now to Bethlehem and see what has happened. Let's confirm what the Lord has revealed to us. They went quickly and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. When they saw this, they reported what they had been told about the child. Everyone who had heard it was amazed at what the shepherds had told them. Mary committed these things to memory and considered them carefully. The shepherds returned home, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. Everything happened just as they had been told. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Hope, peace, joy, love. These are the commodities that we need this Advent season. And I think we need them more than ever. I think we need them more than we've ever needed them before because, let's be honest, in the last nine-plus months, hope, love, joy, and peace have sometimes been hard to find. But yet we cannot be afraid. Because could you imagine? Let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to last week when I talked about how the shepherds were just doing their thing. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them in in such a way that it shocked them. And some of them ran. I mean, I really do believe that some of them ran. Because they were afraid. They were scared. We've been afraid. We've been scared. But hope, love, joy, and peace have prevailed throughout this time. And we've opened ourselves up to allow God to speak to us. And so those commodities that we need today, hope, love, joy, and peace, are very important for us to be able to really do the work that God has called us to do, to share love. And I think far too often we we run scared because the call is too big or the task is too difficult, but yet if we lean in and trust God, we too can be like the shepherds and share the good news. And when we experience those moments, share with other people and share with what their experience was. Because see, the the shepherds were sharing their experience with Mary, and Mary committed that to memory so that way she would always remember. Because I guarantee you, she always would remind Jesus 
of how special he was. Because sometimes we need to hear that. Just like I believe we need to hear that you're loved. No matter where you are on life's journey or on faith or wherever you are, you are loved. God loves you. God cares for you. And all God wants from you, all God needs from you, is to be faithful to the calling of sharing love. And when we practice those things, we're not afraid. When we choose love, amazing things can happen through us and on us. See, I think far too often we, we look at love as a transactional thing, like what do I get out of this or what do I receive out of this? And, and if we just see love as a non-transactional thing where if we just continue to give all that we have and all that we are, whatever our talents may be, the gift that we receive will be so amazing and so precious that it will be like that moment in the, in the cave where, where Mary and Joseph were receiving Jesus. And, and I can only imagine the joy that came upon them because I remember the joy of my two children being born and the joy and excitement and fear all in one big bang. Hope, love, joy, and peace happen in a moment and it changes the world. And everybody in these stories, from the beginning of, of Jesus' birth until his death and resurrection, they lean in the fear and they trust God and they trust Jesus and, and they learn to live out of love. And far too often, I think we're afraid to love because of where that may take us or how that may stretch us. And if we let go and we, and we live like Jesus and we love our neighbor, man, this world would be a better place. If we didn't have expectations with love. You know, see, sometimes we have expectations. We expect love to be this transactional thing where we expect things out of it. If we just loved unconditionally like we are called to, this world would be a way better place. But we have to be willing to do that. We have to be just curious enough to allow love shine through. And I love this story. This story that we read for you today, this is kind of like the tail end of the Christmas story. Now, you know, in Matthew's gospel, we go to Egypt, but in Luke's gospel, that's not necessarily really an important thing. But like we have this story here where, where the shepherds, they were amazed. The people were amazed at hearing the story of love and call that the shepherds had been given by God. And so they continued to tell the story. And that's why we have the story today. Many years after the fact. People continue to tell the story of love when love came down at Christmas to change the world. But see, Jesus shows us how to live and he sets the bar and he models it. Anybody who follows him becomes a little bit curious. I always think of Zacchaeus. I always think of all the disciples. I think of all the people that he healed and he invites them into a curiosity of God. 
In our devotional reading this week, there's a story about a friend uh, shared with the author a tip of how she learned um, something she learned from a parenting class. And the words were, get curious, not furious. And so she wrote this down on, on a piece of paper and posted it on a refrigerator door as a reminder to get curious and not furious. And she said it was a helpful reminder to, to stop and listen instead of yelling. Because far too often she was yelling. But now, as the author reflected, now she's vowed, instead of raising her voice to be heard over her children, her first response is get curious. And so she probably meets them where they're at. But get curious is a, is a thing that we are called to do. We are called to be curious people. But as the author reflected in, in the devotional this week, he said, get curious strikes me as one of the best ways to love each other. One of the most effective ways of choosing love over fear. See, if we choose love over fear, we get curious instead of furious. We let go of expectation and we meet people where they're at. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Jesus met people where they were at, invited them in, and showed them the way, the truth, and the life. And so what if we paid attention more? What if we opened ourselves up to sharing love more? What if we became more curious? Think about a little kid. Think about a toddler. They're always so curious, sometimes almost frustrating curious, because I get into everything. But yet you cannot help but love a toddler, right? Now, sometimes we say they have the terrible twos or threes or fours or fives, six or seven, eight, nine, twelve, fourteen, eighteen, thirty-eight. But if we lean in and approach things with a curious mind and we meet people where they're at and we love on them and care for them because we have what it takes to love and to care for people. You have what it takes. Even in the middle of a global pandemic when we're invited to wear a mask and it's hard to see a smile, or I have to be honest with you, I've been in enough new places lately, going to physical therapy and going to doctors, I have no clue what these people look like. Only from here up. I'm sure they think the same thing about me. Especially as my beard's like kind of coming out of my mask nowadays, like an octopus. So a little bit curious about what these people look like. But I'm still going to love them anyway. Because that's what Jesus calls us to do. We're called to be curious. We're called to share love. And we go about that fairly easily. How do you share love in the global pandemic? It's really easy. Pick up the phone. Make a phone call. Safe distance. Maybe drop some food off it a loved one's house, or yell at your neighbor in a nice way, not in an unhealthy way. And the author of our devotion said that curiosity about the world's health 
Diversity, vastness, and beauty invites us to discover and then compels us toward care for creation. And so curiosity takes us outside of our normal walls and takes us where love really is and stretches us and moves us to be the people that God has called us to be. And so hope, peace, love, joy, these are the commodities that we need to survive a global pandemic. But the biggest is love. Because, man, if we can share love, it can change the world. And so I invite you this week to be a little bit curious. Get to know your neighbor a little more. Be nice to the stranger. Wear a mask. Practice safe distancing. Wash your hands. Do all that we can to share love. And if we can do that, man, that manger story, that Christmas story, becomes a little bit more special to you and me. Because when love came down at Christmas, it changed the world. Let us pray. Holy God, help us choose love. A love of God that dwells within us. A love of our neighbor. An unconditional love that inspires us holds us accountable to being faithful followers of Jesus. And Lord, as we get a little bit curious this week, may we do so out of love. May we do so because that's where Jesus is. In that space of curiosity, that space of love that is unconditional. And so Lord, help us be faithful to you. In your name we pray. Amen. So I invite you to sing a, a hymn with us, hymn number 111, How Can We Name a Love? And some of you may be familiar with uh, the tune, and some of you may be familiar with these words. This was a new hymn to me um, that I kind of fell upon, and I kind of really liked it, and I wanted to share it with you today. And so let's sing hymn number 111, How Can We Name a Love? Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.